0: On the 15th floor of the Energy Building, this is GNR Airtime, the podcast that explores the current trends from emerging and well-established industries hosted by the lawyers of GNR. This podcast is for general guidance only and does not constitute definitive advice.
1: Welcome back to g Time, my name is Bogus Jaxsono, and for this week's episode, we are going to continue our discussion on the Omnibus Law, the draft of it, and for this episode, we're going to be specifically talking about the licensing section of it, so this is definitely something that a lot of people have been discussing about, people are curious about the various changes that are being introduced uh, by the draft, uh, mostly for the better, we hope, because it simplifies a lot of processes, but Yeah, we've also been reading and hearing about some of the other changes that are controversial. And this is why we hope this episode is going to be helpful to keep the conversation going. So joining me on this week's discussion, Alamanda and Sam. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. Because Allah helped us in introducing uh, this uh, this mini-series. And Sam has been around, uh, helping us backstage with all of the information that we needed for our uh, past episodes. So let's dive right into it. Then maybe we'll start with Ala. Just a general overview about the licensing section of the draft. And in particular, what are the changes that we've seen included in the draft?
0: I think as we said in the earlier episodes, um, there are a few key objectives to this Omnibus Law. Um, Which is first is to simplify the licensing process. And second, to improve the ease of doing business in Indonesia, right? Now, um... To that, there are a couple of new concepts uh, proposed by the Omnibus Law. Uh, First, uh, Mm -hmm. I think in the first few sections of the licensing section, you will see that it introduces the framework for a risk-based licensing process. Now, essentially what this is, is that it will categorize business activities into several risk categories, which are low, medium, and high.
1: Ah, okay, but these categories
0: will be determined determine by a set of criteria. For example, health, safety, or uh, whether it uses uh, natural resources. Um, but unfortunately, the current draft law doesn't really specify these actual sets of criteria or the requirement to determine where you sit in that category, um, and that will actually instead be regulated by a government regulation. Uh, but the law makes it clear that these categories will determine the type of the license um, that that business will be subject to. So, for example, if you're a low-risk company, then you will need to only have the business identification number or the NIV. I'm sure everyone will already know what an NIV is. Um, If you're a medium-risk company, then you will be subject to an additional certificate requirement. Uh, Meanwhile, if you're a high-risk company, under this law, you will be subject to a license in addition to your NID. Now, obviously, as you go up into the category, the requirements applicable to you will increase as you obtain the relevant documentation. Uh, Obviously, uh, the requirement to get a a certificate will be different um, and less stringent probably than if you get a license. Now, the, the staggered way of licensing is not really new. Um, it has been adopted, for example, in the existing environmental law regime. So, we're all aware how um, if you're a medium risk, then you probably get a, an UKL, UPL. And if you're a higher risk, then you probably would be subject to an AMDAL. Uh, but now, what this law is trying to do is that to try apply that staggered way of licensing into all sectors.
1: Right, of course. So, wh- when, we, when we talk about this whole uh, streamlining of th- processes then we definitely will need to talk about ease of doing business right so i guess so, so the we way can also the omnibus
0: law works is that it amends the existing regulations uh, regarding specific sectors now due to the volume of that we might not be able to go through one by one uh, but just from a read of the current draft some of the things amended by this law are uh, spatial planning zoning regulations, land procurement, environmental law regime, and other technical sectors uh, or the, uh, the line regulations. Uh, for example, agriculture, it covers everything to health, ports, mining, construction. So all of these sectors, you will see that the existing regulations are amended by this omnibus law. Um, and, and again, as I said, it will be very hard to summarize uh, the changes for each of these sectors But from a quick read, I think the sense that we get is essentially, for the most part, all of the licensing processes in these sectors will be streamlined uh, by way of the government's integrated electronic licensing process. Um, Now, of course, that will Ah, lead to questions about uh, what would happen to the uh, locally issued licenses, and I think we can get to that uh, in more detail later on.
1: Thank you, Allah, for that. Yeah, I can already imagine what an undertaking this must be for the government. And uh, to think that, obviously, if we're looking at things in a macro way, a uh, point of view, we know that this will result mainly, I hope, uh, in, in, in in a better access to licensing regime, uh, better access to doing business. Right. But at the same time, I can already imagine how difficult it must be to implement all of these changes because currently we have licenses issued by the central government but at, and at the same time we have so many other licenses issued by the regional governments right so for now what I'm curious about is by by, by reading the draft bill uh, also perhaps Sam can adjust this one do you think the provisions introduced under the draft will, be able to address the various ongoing concerns that investors have with regards to the ease of doing business
2: here. Hi, okay, thanks Bagus. Um the the, the quick response would be as as Ala mentioned, it, it will be difficult to assess at least from now the direct effects, because uh, we will need to first um, look one by one on on which area is 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 amended. But just a more um, background about about this issue. As as you might know, the the main um, purpose of omnibus law itself is is actually to to bring in more investments, right? Yep, yep, yep. And and uh, autonomy has always been an issue for for invest investors um because um they as a foreign investor they the first step they would need to go to bkpm or, or now oss and and previously um uh bkpm cl- regulations are quite clear um they obtain all the licenses needed but when they go to the implementation uh, there is where they need to meet with the regional um government and there is where um issues could could, could occur um sometimes um regional governments have uh, regulations that that are not really um, um, uh, circulated to the public. So there could be some surpri- surprises um, from, from investors. And and it's always been the case where um, sometimes the regulations at the um, regional level are, are in contrary with, with the ones set by the central government. Uh, so this has been a, a classic issue and I think the the government has also known this issue, um, as you might uh, know the general term Raja Raja Kecil or, or small um, <laughs> the local kings at at these autonomy uh, areas. So even the 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 autonomy regulation itself has has been amended. If if we see historically, when was the autonomy given? It was it was under regulation 22 of 1999. Where it was a, a weary um, open autonomy um, regions um, and and mayors are given the autonomy to run their government, but in in the latest amendment in 2014, actually the 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 authority has been reduced. A lot of the the um, previous licenses that were need. That were issued by the local government will now bring back uh, to to the central government, such as in mining, in in plantation, etc. So there's there always been there there's actually been been an effort from the government uh, since 2014 to to bring back um, the some authorities back to the central government, and 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 so the so the new omnibus voice is, is basically I believe echoing what what has been the the, the, the main issue where there's a overlapping between issues, uh, the central and the uh, regional government. ah
1: oh, Thank you so much, Sam. That was a really good one. Do you agree, Ella?
0: Yeah, I think I completely agree with what Sam uh, mentioned. I think this omnibus law is a reflection of the government's efforts for the past few years to streamline the process uh, using an electronic platform. So you see in, in the past few years, um, there has been issuances of new regulations uh, essentially strengthening the role of the OSS, the online single submission platform. Um, uh, so it is very interesting to see how that will actually play out. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree. I think it's a reflection on, of how the government intends to take the OSS platform. And for example, I mean, even in, in the draft law, if you look at uh, specific things such as um, registering your uh Court or um, submitting any documentation. I think all of that process will now also be done electronically. At least that's what the at least that's what the law uh, proposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think it is. It is part of a, a a more consolidated effort for the licensing process to be uh, streamlined in uh, Indonesia.
1: All right, thank you both. So now we've talked about the provisions, uh, the ch- the changes introduced, and then what everyone should expect from the law. Now let's talk about the issues, uh, because obviously from the reading of the draft, we know that there are, and from the reading of the news and what the public has been discussing over the past few months, we kind of been hearing about, well, controversial uh, provisions uh, introduced under this draft, which also caused uh, pushbacks. What do you think about this one?
2: If we see um, one one main pushback, there's always been a, a an effort to bring back some uh, um, authorities back to the central government. So I think it's 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 also the problem because if if licenses are with the regional um authority and this would put sometimes mean there's a reduction in 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 retribution because um licensing has 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 always been uh, at least one of a way to, to to for the regional government to to extract some retribution or, or tax uh, they've been feeling that they were not in involved during the discussions um, but again this is also um the comment from Other sectors like employment, um, they they also believe they have not been um, um, involved in the discussions. There's also uh, been discussion about uh, removal of the environmental licenses. But I think this is more because it's, it's, as Ala mentioned, it's centralized through an online system. It provides great um, efficiency for, for investors. If you recall previously, once they go through BKPM, they need to go to each local government for even like the general licenses such as the the tdp um domicile letter they need to go to another authority for the taxpayer number then they need to go to to the the relevant ministry for the specific line of business Uh, for example If it's mining, they need to go to um, MEMR. If it's plantation, they need to go to um, the Ministry of uh, Plantation. So um, by having all this centralized and and the OIS has given the authority to issue these licenses, uh, it really um, uh, shortens the period from the day they start the investment and actually um, when they can roll out the projects.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think, I guess, it's very hard to, you know, for purposes of a (laughs) podcast, for to provide like a line summary, a one line or two line summary on the omnibus law, uh, even on the only on the licensing section, because you will need to go into your specific tech sector to see how the regulations uh, there are being affected by this draft law. Um, but so yeah, just picking up on, for example, the environmental law. So the current draft omnibus law, uh, from the way we read it, is proposing to. Um, delete or remove the requirement for environmental license. Uh, so among the amendment of the environmental law that we saw, um, the Omnibus Law proposes to delete Article 6, which actually just sets up the basis of the environmental license or the izin lingkungan. Now, this has, of course, received certain backlash in the media, uh, particularly from environmental groups. Um, and to that, the Ministry of Environmental Affairs has actually responded uh, and saying that if you if you really if you really look into the details of this law in conjunction with the current implementing regulations of the environmental law the scrutiny to determine whether a business has put in place uh, necessary environmental safeguards will still be there uh, via the amdal and the upl so the amdal and the upl requirements are not actually being removed um, what the government is simply proposing to do here is to delete the additional licensing requirements.
1: Right, I see. Now,
0: as, as we said, probably at this point, it will be difficult to determine um, how this will play out in practice as, of course, firstly, the law is obviously still being drafted, but also the applicability of this will also very much depend on its implementing regulations and how that actually sits With the current regulatory framework so that's probably just one of the examples of the more um, if you will uh, notorious publications of the omnibus law Mm -hmm. i think if you look at the news uh, obviously the 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 bigger uh, headlines would be about environmental law uh, the labor law um, and to some extent these concerns are valid i mean we actually see those the removals of those requirements in the law but as we said i think for us uh, we will need to probably take a more cautious stance and actually look at how it will actually uh, sit in the current regulatory framework.
2: Um, Yeah, just to add um, to Ala's response, um, the one big, one other big question is, is the implementation itself. Uh, If we have the law that clearly revokes the authority of a certain regional government, um, what would be the transition period? We've seen in in other laws, there's quite a clear transition period. Mm -hmm. So, um, they give like, six months or so a year um, to transfer the data and, and just to give the central government um, time to prepare um, uh, receiving the, the information uh, just to give example it's it's like in the mining law there's a transfer of uh, regulatory reporting from previously to the regional government to the central government so it, it, it cannot be implemented directly um, implemented on day one there needs to be at least um, a transition period where they, uh, the, date, the data from the regional governments to be transferred to the central government, and, and only after that period, after that period, then the, the pure transition can 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 be fully implemented. Hopefully, this is something that is also um, um, regulated in the final uh, draft, uh, final law itself, uh, just to provide more clarity on when the cutoff date is uh, um, will start
1: all right both it's always so insightful and helpful actually to be talking to the both of you so just to wrap up this week's discussion I think we now know the new uh, addition uh, the new changes uh, into the licensing regime in Indonesia that are being introduced by this um, omnibus law as well as the various concerns, ongoing concerns, and potential issues that are currently facing pushbacks uh, from the various stakeholders. As Ala rightly mentioned, this is still a draft and a lot can still change. And what we can do for now is ensure that we have enough information, uh, get the conversation going, and uh, be, be on the lookout for the changes that might or might not happen and again Allah, Sam it's always a pleasure to be discussing with you usually at the office but it's been six months now and we've been away from each other and it's always so refreshing to be talking to both of you again Again, thank you so much thank you Bagus thank you Bang Sam
2: thank you Bagus thank you Allah. it's been a pleasure
1: the pleasure is mine and thank you to everyone who's been listening to this mini series on Omnibus Law we will see you in the next episode take care and bye bye